When we've made a decision, one of the things that impacts our ability to fully get behind that decision and to move forward with intention is our tendency to experience decision regret. And we generally experience decision regret because when we make a choice, we start to process new inputs, emotions, and experiences that come with that choice. And if we experience any kind of resistance or if our experience doesn't match what we had envisioned our life would be like after making that choice, then our mind immediately starts to question the decision. And we also tend to romanticize what it would have been like to live out those other options, the ones that we didn't choose. We start to build a story about how good life would have been had we chosen option two or option three. So in this episode, I want to explain how to recognize when you're sitting in a place of decision regret, and I'll give you a few ways to pull yourself out of it gradually and judgment-free. Here we go. Hey, welcome to the Workday Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Amoroso. Every workday, we encounter dozens of situations that we have to navigate in order to have a successful and productive workday. And the way you choose to think through those situations helps shape not only the kind of day you have, but the trajectory of your career. This podcast is all about helping you to navigate those situations, show up at your best, and be happier at work. I want to explore this pesky, counterproductive, limiting feeling that follows us when we make decisions. And it's the potential for us to experience decision regret. When we're faced with an opportunity to make a decision, one of the things that impacts our ability to get behind that decision or to make a choice with clarity and confidence or to enjoy and live fully in the moment and celebrate a choice that we've made is our fear that we're going to make the wrong decision. So I want you to just picture a time when you've been faced with a choice. Maybe it was a career choice, a choice about what school to go to, whether to move to a new house or apartment, whether to end a relationship. And I think we can all call to mind that feeling where when we're confronted with a decision, we play out in our mind what it would look like if we made the wrong decision. We see ourselves sitting in this deep place of regret for having made a particular choice. And we do that before we even make the choice at all. We also have the tendency, once we've made a decision, to look back and experience regret about not having made a different choice or what we later think might have been the right decision. How often does your mind draw you back to a decision you've made in the past and you end up beating up on yourself for not having made a different choice? We say things like, if I had only known, or if I knew then what I know now. And I think if you look closely, we do this on a micro and a macro level all day long, from bigger decisions like, I wish I had taken a different job, to smaller decisions like, I wish I had ordered the ravioli instead of the lasagna. So there are all sorts of things we could discuss that are related to decision making, but what I want to talk about in this episode is the second part I just mentioned, which is experiencing regret after we've made a decision. And specifically, I want to walk through how we often handle our thoughts post-decision. And then I want to give you a new way to reframe your thoughts around decisions that you've made. So let's just use an example here to illustrate this point. Imagine for a moment that you want to make a career change and you're plugging along in your current position. And eventually you reach the point where the pull 
of wanting to make that career change becomes so strong that you find yourself faced with a decision. And let's just say for the sake of this example that you've narrowed it down to three options. First, leave your current job and pursue your own business. Second, leave your current job and go to work for another company. Or third, stick it out of your current job just a little bit longer. And let's say that you eventually decide to go with option one. You're going to leave your current job to start a new business. As soon as you make the decision and start down the path of pursuing option one, this is where we often start to experience decision regret. And we experience decision regret because upon making that choice, we then start to engage with the new inputs, the new emotions, and the new experiences that come along with that choice. And if we encounter any kind of resistance, or if our experience doesn't match exactly what we had envisioned or dreamed it would be like to pursue option one, then our mind immediately starts to question the decision. That feeling of doubt creeps in and we begin to imagine what it would have been like to pursue option two or option three. And in many ways, what happens when we start to think about options two and three is we romanticize what it would have been like to live out those other options. We start to build a story about how good life would have been had we chosen option two or option three. So in our example, when I choose to leave my current job and start my own business, as soon as I give my notice and create a business plan and form a company and build my own website and start to think about how I'm going to acquire clients and how I'm going to generate revenue each month, the friction that comes along with having to follow through with those things causes my mind to yearn for something much simpler or an experience that might be frictionless. And so I start to think about option two, which was taking a new job at a different company. And I think, hmm, taking that other job sounds pretty good right now. I probably would have liked it there. The people who interviewed me seem nice. I could have used the benefits and I really like the team that I'd be working with. And I tend to romanticize what that reality would have looked like. Or I start to think about option three, which was to just stay at my current job. And I start to say things like, you know what? It wasn't really that bad after all. The company was growing, probably was about six months away from a promotion. Maybe I could have gone to my boss and negotiated a higher salary. Who am I to start my own thing anyway? And again, my mind begins to romanticize what that reality would have looked like. So what I want to invite you to think about is how the view of option two and option three are grounded in a reality that never has and never will come to pass. The entire foundation for my romanticism of those options and the thoughts about what it would have been like to make a different decision are rooted in assumptions and conjecture and a longing for something that appears like it would have been better, but that I have no basis in reality to assume or believe it actually would have turned out that way, right? These alternate paths don't mean anything. They're a projection of an alternate reality that will never come to pass. 
And we have to understand that our mind is, is taking us there because the thought of what it would have been like to make these other choices feel safe and comfortable because we can make up any story that we want, any story about how great they would have been. And our mind leaves out the part about the costs or the friction that we may have experienced had we made one of those other choices. And what happens is because we romanticize these alternative realities, we end up living in a state of regret, which includes not only beating up on ourselves for not making different decisions, but also depriving ourselves of the ability to, number one, get fully behind the decision that we did make, and then number two, think clearly about our current circumstances. So in other words, every moment we spend sitting in regret about a past decision is a moment that we can't devote to making an informed, clear decision about what we want to do next. So, How do we start to address decision regret and our tendency to romanticize a false reality that exists on some other universal plane that will never come to pass? I want to give you three things to think about here. First, we have to recognize when we're sitting in a place of decision regret. So catch yourself when you're looking forward and you're already experiencing anxiety or regret about a decision you haven't even made yet or how that might be paralyzing you, or how you might be looking backward at a decision that you've already made and continuing to beat up on yourself for a past choice. We do this all day long at the micro and macro level, and changing our thinking patterns around this begins with catching ourselves when we're doing it. Second, when you catch yourself experiencing decision regret, shift your focus toward this concept. How can I make my next decision based on the best information I have at this moment? How can I make my next decision based on the best information I have at this moment? So moving forward, when you're confronted with a decision, instead of letting your mind take you to a place where you're paralyzed by the feeling that you have the potential to make a wrong decision, Remind yourself that all you can ever do is make a decision based on the best information you have at the time. Also recognize that when you make a decision and take action on that decision, you will inevitably learn new pieces of information and have experiences that color your current reality, but that you never could have accounted for had you not had those experiences. So in other words, you can't try to justify a past decision based on a current set of information. Those are just two different realities that will never sync up. And we shouldn't allow ourselves to play that game of wishing we had made a different decision based on what we know now. It's just an unfair comparison that will always lead to disappointment. When you realize that all you can ever do is make a decision based on where you are in that moment, then you can shift your focus to an understanding of who you are and what you need and want in that moment. So you flip from being a passive participant and feeling paralyzed by fear to someone who is actively trying to gather as much information as possible so that you can make that next decision with confidence about who you are and what you believe is best for you in that moment, given the information you have in that moment. 
That's all you can ever ask yourself to do. Our job is to approach decision-making with a present intention. So making a decision with intention means that we operate from a present place of clarity, gathering as much information as we can in that moment and letting go of any judgment or anxiety we feel during the process. So we certainly can use prior information and our vision for the future to inform our decision. We're not controlled by the fear or regret, though, that may come with exploring them. They're simply data points that we can use, among others, to make a decision with intention. So making a a decision from a place of intention can be challenging because it often requires us to dig below the interference caused by the fear we associate with the potential to make a wrong decision. But below that interference is the kind of information that helps us act with clarity and confidence. So third and finally, remember to ask, what did I learn that will help me make an even more informed decision the next time? So the idea here is to move from regret to a place of openness and acceptance so that instead of sitting in a place of fear, you become someone who is constantly processing that new information to make an even better, more informed next decision. Our day-to-day experience is really just a set of decisions and choices that we make. One thing leads to another, which leads to another. So if you can become skilled at taking fear and regret out of the equation and replacing them with the ability to use what you learn to make decisions, then pretty soon you start to rely more on your instincts and less on your thinking brain. And when you can cut through the noise and you start to rely more on your instincts and less on your thinking, the decisions begin to make themselves. Go have a great workday. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Workday Mindset Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I'd appreciate it if you could head over to whatever service you're using to tune in and give us a five-star review. The Workday Mindset Podcast is a collaboration with Populous Radio. Check out their other shows at populousradio.com. Thanks for tuning in and go get them.